Welcome to All Ears, Senior Living Success, where we talk with industry leaders to make sure you find success in your community. My name is Matt Reiners, and I'm the co-founder of Eversound, a company dedicated to improving quality of life for older adults by giving them the gift of hearing. Welcome back. Today, I'm joined by my good friend, Nate Jones. Nate is a former college football coach, a former regional sales manager, a former VP of sales. And in 2022, which was just a few months ago, Nate took the plunge headfirst, went out on his own and started Dash Media, where Dash Media is making meaningful content for the senior living industry. Nate and I have been friends since day one, and he is what I would consider one of my best friends in the industry. I don't know if he would say the same. I'm not too worried about it, but thanks for joining me today, Nate. Yeah, thanks, Matt, for having me. I've loved following along on these podcasts that you've had and uh, glad to be on. Amazing. So, Nate. And yes, you I, are, and, and Matt, <laughs> you, are, you are one of my best friends in the industry. I want to say that. All right, Matt, good. I was, I was day getting- one. Matt was, has been one of my best friends after getting introduced by Mr. Uh, Mr. Jack York. Um, he's a man. I love but, it. I love it. Thanks, Jack York, the true social network there. Um, right. and, and so Nate, I had mentioned that, you know, you, you had, we're a former college football coach, which some of our listeners who know you might not know that about you, even though they know you're a huge dogs fan, but what relation would you say that there is between being a coach and a senior living community? Yeah, that's a good question. So I, I, uh, I knew nothing about senior living like six years or seven years ago now when I was uh, coaching football at the University of Georgia. Um, I started out there as a, as a volunteer recruiting assistant. And uh, our goal was to get high school kids to, to come to Georgia and evaluate them and figure out ways to get in front of them that were different from other schools. And um, long story short, uh, I ended up coaching there a few years. Um, I was the guy that signaled the plays in on the sideline, which was pretty fun. Uh, but uh, when I left, and it's a long story, but I got introduced to senior living um, and started going to communities and listening to stories from residents and just fell in love with the industry. And what I quickly realized is the same target audience of a senior living sales and marketing director is the same target market of a college football coach. And I wonder why that is. And it's because it's the mom of the recruit or the daughter of the aging parent. And so I was blown away with how different the strategies were to get in front of this particular person. Uh, and so I was actually sitting in a conference, like three months into working in the industry, I was working at IN12 at the time at the dementia action Alliance conference. And it was like a four hour session. I was like, you know what, there's some really cool stories being shared here that would resonate with the audience. Everyone's trying to get in touch with. So I created this account on Instagram called Southern senior living awards. That was five years ago. Um, and it's blown up since. But uh, the point there is college football coaches and senior living sales and marketing directors are talking to the same people just for different different needs. I love it. It seems like we need to kind of branch out and like sell senior living in addition if we're recruiting their kids to play sports for us. So it could be like a, a, a two-edged sword there. Um, right. 
And and so Nate, I know you've you've jumped headfirst into Dash Media. You know, I applaud your entrepreneurial spirit. I know we've we've talked about it over the last year or so. But can you share with the listeners some of the results that your page and some of the, your partners uh, have seen? Yeah, no, that's that's a great question. And, and uh, you know, while I, I went full time with Dash Media in 2022, I've been working on this stuff, whether it's on the side or just for fun, as a passion project for the last five years. So in 2022, I was like, all right, there's something here. Let's go full force. And so since 2020, really in the last 90 days, um, across just two of our channels, our, one of our TikTok uh, that was started out as a, as a he's a client. Um, and then our Instagram page, that Southern Senior Living Award um, channel that I created five years ago. Now it's called Southern Senior Living News. Um, between those, just those two accounts, we've reached over 54 million people in the last 90 days, um, 20 million of which are the 45 to 65 year old woman um, who is has an aging parent that's interested in learning more about senior living. Uh, 11 million, you, you might say, well, that's 90 days. 11 million of those, 11.9 million is actually just in the last seven days have watched our videos just on Instagram. Um, and so, you know, we have other partners, whether it's a service for senior living uh, communities or it's senior living communities themselves. Um, and not everyone needs to reach millions and millions of people, but just seeing an increase and in sharing stories and pay attention to that. Cause you know, if you're, if you're showing an increase in an audience, then that means you're sharing quality content. And that's really what I've tried to do over the last five years. And I'm pretty proud of the 54 million people in the last 90 days. That makes me smile every time I, I see that number. Oh, it makes me smile too. I know when you share that with me, I've always been like blown away in terms of like what you've been able to do. And it's just been, uh, it's been awesome to see. So I've been cheering for you behind the scenes. And, you know, I, my next question here, Nate, is like, you know, why do these stories matter? And maybe even in a better question to kind of follow up to that is, you know, how do we share these stories appropriately on social media? A lot of times when you think, why do these stories matter? It's so that we can highlight our older adults, but if you look at it that way, then the audience doesn't care. They, they don't care about highlighting people. They, they want to, they care about what you can provide them. And so why I think they matter is every single person in the entire world at some point, whether it's now or in the past has dealt with relationship struggles, disappointment, depression, whatever it may be, anxiety. Um, and every person loves to hear advices and successes on a life that they could picture, whether it's hearing advice, it's hearing success stories, it's hearing things that motivate them. And so if you look at it through that lens of what do the audience want to hear? What are they struggling with? What do they want to be connected with? There is no better person in the entire world to share these types of things than a 90 year old living in a senior living community who has seen it all. And so if you focus on the stories in the lens of what the audience wants to see and connect the 90-year-old, 95-year-old, your resident at the community, or even staff members caring for these residents um, with that audience, then the magic happens. Then you create an audience, you create a connection. And now, you know, eventually, if, you're, if your goal is to, to get business results out of your social media, it takes time, but, you know, sharing those stories and building that audience uh, 
can drive those business results that, that you're looking for. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think when you think of like the numbers at scale and stuff, you guys are really ch changing the narrative, right? I think it's so important. I think people sometimes forget that the people living in these communities didn't live an entire life before and have so much wisdom, have so much knowledge, have so much experience. And it's all about capturing those and then sharing those and really in essence, sharing the soul of a senior living community, which is just kind of why I love the content and like the short form. Um, I just think it's super vital and you guys are, are crushing it, obviously. And so some of our listeners are probably listening. You know, you had mentioned TikTok before and Instagram to some that might just be like new, unfamiliar platforms. But do you find that like there's a best practices for each platform? You don't have to give us away all your secrets, Nate, but if you want to share anything with the listeners here. No, I, I'm an open book. I'll I'll share everything that that I know. But it starts with first before we get into each platform. It starts with getting to know your audience. Who is your audience? Knowing the platform that you're on. So knowing what to share and how to write captions and how to do hashtags. Um, knowing that is important. Um, and for every one good post you have, you may have five bad ones or not so great. And it's, it's how you look at things. It's, it's not taking and lamenting on the five bad ones and saying, hey, we're just not too good at this. It's taking that one post where you saw a spike in interest, a spike in engagement, a spike in views, and saying, how can we create more content that looks like this? You know, maybe it's a question that you ask. Maybe it's the way you film the video. Maybe it's a particular person. But pay attention to those numbers so that you can replicate, rinse, and repeat uh, to create more content. So then we get into the actual platforms and each platform is totally different. Um, but right now in the world, video reigns king. I, there's a couple of stats I have pulled up. It's three times more inbound links come in through video than through plain text posts. So creating video content creates more action. Sometimes you don't get as many views and things like that because people don't just keep scrolling. But video creates more action out of an audience. The other one is social video generates 1,200% more shares than text and images combined. Meaning if someone watches this interview and we say something that's profound, maybe we, maybe we do, maybe we don't. Doubtful. But some of your past interviews, that, yeah, doubtful. But maybe some of your past interviews that I have watched, um, I guarantee you people have shared those videos with others saying, hey, did you see this? Did you see this? Did you see that? Did you see Matt say this? And you're more likely to share that 1,200%, the data says, than just having a, a plain picture. And so a couple of practices for each one. One, you know, one tip for LinkedIn is, uh, these are just going to be quick, but uh, try not to put external links in, in your caption or in your post because LinkedIn's business, the way they make money is to keep an audience on their platform. And so if you're putting their competitors, Facebook, Instagram, or other links onto your post, they don't care how much your audience likes it. They're going to stop showing it to people because they're losing money. They're losing business because you're taking people off their platform. Um, so that's one. Instagram I don't, Instagram's not a picture app anymore. People think that it's still a picture app. It's primarily a video app. So using Instagram Reels reaches an audience. And the reason why they came out with Instagram Reels 
is because they Facebook or Meta wanted to compete with TikTok. TikTok stealing all the users. The fastest growing demographic of any um, person right now on social media is 35 to 55 year old women on TikTok. And the reason for that is, I think we've all got kind of, I don't want to say, maybe it's not the right word to say this, but a little tired or we go on Instagram and we see our friends like posting the same kind of pictures over and over, but TikTok doesn't connect you with your friends. It connects you with, connects you with your passion. And so Instagram Reels is trying to do that as well. TikTok is the only platform that you can go on, start tomorrow, and you could potentially have 50,000 followers in two months. Um, our good friend, Dean Palombaro did that. He, we started working together back in November. He's one of the, the people that motivated me to, to go out on my own uh, in January. And he's up to like 70,000 followers and he just started posting in, in January. So TikTok is that organic growth. If you share content the right way, you'll grow. And if it, you're not growing, then change something up and, you know, really authenticity wins on TikTok as does most platforms. Um, so hopefully that helps for LinkedIn, Instagram, and TikTok. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the LinkedIn idea, it's definitely something I practice all the time uh, with a, kind of the same understanding as well. And it's, yeah, it's really interesting to see, you know, they say a picture is worth a thousand words, but I can only imagine what a video is worth nowadays, you know? So it's really cool to see. Yeah, 1200% more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot. I, I won't do the math in my head of what that could be, but, uh, um, but uh, so, you know, I think, I look at our industry, right? I think some groups have a better social media strategy than others. Uh, I would say the majority probably aren't doing too well, but where would you say our industry is swinging and missing when it comes to their social media strategy today? When I, when I first started that Southern Senior Living Awards account, now it's Southern Senior Living News, uh, five years ago, I consumed a lot of the content out there. A lot of senior living communities and senior living services weren't on Instagram at that point. It was mostly Facebook, but a lot of people have, have since gotten on there. And um, I think that a lot, it's two things. One is patience. You can't start posting and on, on Facebook posting pictures tomorrow and expect just a huge growth. There's different ways to grow your profiles and, and really right now it's, it's really just through Instagram reels. But um, I, I think taking shortcuts is where a lot of people are swinging and missing. You know, sales and marketing directors have a thousand things on their plate. You know, a social media post is one of a thousand. And so, you know, I see all the time these Canva posts that say like last week, happy Easter. That's the generic Canva post that's posted on Instagram that gets three likes from the three people that work at the, work at the community. And it doesn't do anything. In my opinion, it almost does more harm than good posting those templated type of posts on Instagram. It, it, it feeds into the perception that people have right now about senior living is you know, they're just checking the box. Um, and what we want to do is change that by ch sharing what actually goes on in the community, whether that's through the, like we were saying, through um, stories from residents, stories from staff, let them hear the authentic 
what's authentically going on at the community um, by asking them questions, recording those videos, posting, you know, those kind of stories and, and get rid of all of the, the templated Happy New Year. Um, this week is National Dining Room Week. Let's post four pictures of food. Like that kind of stuff. That's not what senior living is about. Senior living is about residents who have lived unbelievable lives and we want to care for them. And so now let's share their story with the rest of the world and say, hey, look, you have an opportunity to come care for people who have been successful, who have started businesses, who have been lawyers, who have done all these great things in your life. And you have an opportunity as a 20-something-year-old to come care for them and learn from them and spend time with them every single day. And Senior Living provides that. Yeah, I kind of look at social media where I see people swinging and missing. I think to your point of like just the templated post, right? They're just checking a box, but they're kind of missing the point of it where it's kind of like, you know, to open up the doors to your residents, to their stories and and kind of give some of that wisdom back um, where it seems like there's a lot of people like not doing a good job there. Um, and I know one of the the pushbacks of a social media strategy, especially for some of those like old school marketing and sales directors, right? Is like, well, how do I quantify this, right? How do I measure the success of this? If it's not leading to direct new leads or new move-ins, like why would I put any time or effort or energy into it? But like when you're when you're thinking about it, like how do you quantify or, or measure success when it comes to a social media strategy? Yeah, no, I mean, that's been one of the things I've wrestled with for, for years now. And um, what I've learned is social media isn't a, not for the business we're in. Maybe if you're buying a t-shirt online, it can be a, you know, check the box. How many t-shirts did you sell? But for the business we're in, we have a perception problem and people aren't going to pick a senior living community or senior living communities aren't going to pick a technology or a service because of an Instagram post. But what they will do is be aware of your community and be aware of your product over time if you're consistently in their feed sharing engaging content that makes them smile or makes them tear up or makes the hair on their arms stand up. And so I changed where I saw the biggest growth in some of my accounts was not viewing it as how can we work on this bottom of the funnel uh, type of measurement. It's all top of the funnel. How can we capture email addresses? How can we gain people's attention? And then when it comes time for them, you know, mom has a fall or mom is struggling and we need to find a place, the first place they're going to think of is that place where every 15, you know, 15 seconds a day, four times a week, they've watched your content about older adults and they painted this picture in their mom. Mom could do this one day. And now all of a sudden mom has this life change and we need to find a place. They're going to go to your Instagram account. They're going to click on your website on your Instagram and they want to talk to someone. And so it doesn't happen through a funnel and you may never even be able to quantify that, that that lead came from Instagram and that phone call came because they consumed content for the last year on Instagram, but it matters. And so, I think we're all focused on like, how can we quantify this bottom of the funnel success? But if you focus on the bottom of the funnel, 
you're, you're not going to see your audience grow. It's actually going to hinder your audience because they're going to think you're always needing something from them. But so I would just recommend like folks on the top of the funnel, quantify that. If you're seeing your followers increase, if you're seeing your local area, like if you have five communities in Atlanta, Georgia, then like measure how many followers you have. And if, if that's increasing, and if your views are increasing and your engagement is increasing, then over time, you'll see those results. You'll see staffing impact and you'll see occupancy impacted. One of the things you'll see immediately is company culture and family connections because your current residents will be able, families will be able to see, you know, stories being told of, you know, their uh, the other residents of the community or their loved one at your community. So short term, it's company culture, family connection. Long term, you'll see those impacts in your staffing and your occupancy. Um, but it may be from the top of the funnel and, and let your feeding those leads to your sales and marketing directors. Yeah, I think one of the biggest things when it comes to thinking of social media strategy, and you kind of summed it up in, in one of the parts there, we're talking about the perception, right? I think as a society and as a culture, we have this negative view of what senior living is. I think we kind of all think of like the old nursing home kind of mentality where, you know, senior living's biggest competition isn't the senior living community down the street. It's the home, right? What is the number is like 90% of people are trying to live at home as long as possible, where I think this just kind of gives them that opportunity to change that perception and really change how people are looking at senior living to see that it is a fun place that things are still happening. And it's not just a place to go to be kind of thrown to the side. And, you know, unfortunately, I think that's how some people look at it. So I think that's like a really great opportunity. And yeah, filling the top part of the funnel, building that awareness, because awareness is always the first step. Um, and Nate, my, my favorite question to ask to our guests here, if you could give other senior living providers or just the industry as a whole, you know, three guiding principles as they think through like the next 12 to 18 months, uh, what would you say? One, share authentic stories. We hit on that a lot today of why that matters, but sharing authentic stories from your staff and, and from your residents can uh, produce results that we can't even imagine. And then invest in video. I would say catching video. Uh, it's changing your brain. You're, we're all doing things every day that would resonate with other people, but sometimes it's, it's remembering to capture. And, and you don't want to always live through your phone. I'm not saying that, but invest in video. Um, and then three is have patience and trust that what you're doing and what you're selling and what you uh, believe in matters and that will resonate with people. Because we're all, we're all trying to accomplish the same goal here, uh, which is to provide better lives for, for seniors and to care for them, whether it's through a service, through a technology, or just having your own community. And so having the patience and the trust that if your heart's in it for the right reasons, that um, the results will come. Amazing. Awesome, Nate. Well, I know our, our listeners will get a lot of out of this. So thank you so much for, for joining us. I think you're a wealth of knowledge. And I think there's definitely something in there that uh, we can all learn and grow and uh, continue to be authentic. Can I ask you one question since it's your, I, I don't know if anybody's ever asked you a question, but I have one question for you. Off of script. course. Of course. We're talking about stories, authentic stories, all that good stuff. What's the best story? And maybe you have a thousand and you don't want to pick one out, but if you had to pick one out or, you know, what's the best story that makes your 
hair on your arms stand up when you hear a story about Eversound or the impact that it's had for uh, a specific person? Yeah, absolutely. So it's actually a story that I think uh, Southern Senior Living News highlighted. Uh, but basically, the story is, and, and you know, from an Eversound perspective, I'm just so grateful to help provide and help create moments like this. But what we were told, uh, there was a couple named the Thomas family that had been married for over 40 years. They were one of our partner communities, a Commonwealth senior living community. Um, and unfortunately, Mr. Thomas, you know, was diagnosed with, with dementia and, you know, progressively was getting worse. And when Mrs. Thomas could no longer take care of him, she moved him into the local community. And on this day in particular, where they took the video, they were using Eversound to listen to their, their wedding song together again, which was, uh, you know, stand by me. And we were told that afterwards, Mrs. Thomas had said that it was the first time in those five years where she felt like a wife and not just a caregiver. Uh, and then we were later told, you know, as is natural, unfortunately, Mr. Thomas passed away, but that moment in time meant so much to the Thomas family that they actually played that video at his funeral. And wow. If that doesn't give you goosebumps, I don't know what will. Um, we've got hundreds of other stories like that, but you know, just to think of like creating those moments of connection, those moments of engagement, those moments of love that wouldn't have been there before. It's just what like makes me so proud of what our, our team is doing and the, the experiences we're helping to deliver and, and just grateful that it was captured on video. Yeah, no, I've, I've seen that video, but it's when you told that story, it still makes me my hair on my arm stand up and I teared up a little bit. So, yeah, um, that's awesome. Well, keep keep up, man. Thanks for having me on this show. This was awesome i uh, can't wait to see you and i guess minneapolis at our genome would be the next spot i'll see you there all right nate well always a pleasure and uh thank you so much if you'd like to know when we post the next episode make sure to subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast if you're interested in how eversound can help improve the quality of life in your community find out more at eversoundhq.com